welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. This podcast is brought to you by my new program, High Vibe and Gut Healthy. If you're ready to get to the root cause of frustrating gut issues, this program is for you. I have a range of options from an affordable self-study course to a VIP program with a high level of personalized support. Head to frandargaville.com forward slash high vibe to learn more and use the code podcast at checkout to get $50 off any of the program options. Let's get into the episode. In this episode, we're chatting all about protein. Now, I know this might seem really boring and like Nutrition 101, but it's actually incredibly important nutrition knowledge that may just have a huge impact on your health. And of course, we're going to tie this in with gut health as well. We're going to chat about why protein is important, the food sources of protein, animal versus plant-based proteins, and how much protein you actually need. The reason I was inspired to record this podcast is that so many of my clients, when they first come to me, just aren't consuming enough protein. And when we don't get enough protein, we're not getting fuel to build muscles. And this is really important for the metabolism. And our blood sugar is often dysregulated, which can lead to low energy, energy crashes, and even anxiety. So first up, what is protein? Protein is basically a combination of different amino acids, and these amino acids are the building blocks of protein. Why is protein so important? Firstly, protein is the building blocks of a lot of the human body, including muscles, organs, bones, skin, and nails. 80% of our muscle is made up of proteins. Collagen is actually the most abundant protein in the human body. Around 70% of our skin is made up of collagen, and it also makes up a large part of our cartilage, which cushions the bones and joints. Our body's protein stores are always being broken down and replenished to continually build and repair different parts of the body. Protein is really key to the structure and function of our entire human body. The next reason why protein is so important is enzymes. You may have heard me talk about enzymes here on the podcast. There are lots of different enzymes in the body, and they basically all cause all sorts of different biochemical reactions. Some of my favorite enzymes, I may be a little biased, are the digestive enzymes, like amylase, that helps break down carbs, lipase, which helps break down fats, and protease, which helps break down proteins. Here's the thing though, enzymes, including digestive enzymes, are made from protein. The next important role of protein is hormones. Some hormones are made from fat and cholesterol, and some hormones are made from proteins. And hormones are chemical messengers, which basically send messages throughout the body. An example of a hormone that's made of protein is insulin. 
Other important roles of protein include that it supports our immune function, it carries important nutrients throughout the body, and also provides a source of energy. Also, as I mentioned before, if you want to improve your metabolism or lose weight, having enough protein is super important. It's really satiating, and studies have shown that people who increase their protein intake end up eating less on a whole, basically just because they're more satiated. It also increases muscle mass and strength. And you might be thinking, um, I'm not interested in getting bulky. I know that's what a lot of women say. But increasing your muscle mass really just speeds up your metabolism because it increases the amount of energy you burn day in and day out. So basically, with all of that said, protein is very important for lots of different things. Also, if you consume enough protein, particularly animal-based protein and seafood, you'll be much more likely to be getting enough vitamins and minerals like iron, B vitamins, and zinc. So what is protein found in? Protein is found in a variety of plant and animal foods. Animal-based protein sources include meat, fish, and eggs, and plant-based protein sources include tempeh, chickpeas, and lentils. Let's talk about the difference between plant-based and animal-based proteins. I mentioned the amino acids before, the building blocks of protein. Complete proteins are proteins that contain all of the essential amino acids needed by the body. Animal proteins are complete proteins, whereas plant proteins are incomplete meaning they lack one or more of the essential amino acids. This means that if you're opting for plant proteins, you'll need to consider eating a variety of protein sources. For example, rice and beans separately are incomplete proteins, but together they form a complete protein because they contain all nine of the essential amino acids. The bioavailability of animal proteins is a lot higher than plant proteins meaning that the amino acids in animal proteins are used much more easily by the body. Another challenge with plant-based proteins is that they're high in anti-nutrients, which can make them really tough to digest. Examples of anti-nutrients include phytates and lectins. Since you're listening to this podcast, you may have some gut issues. And if you have trouble digesting plant-based proteins like lentils or chickpeas, the anti-nutrient content is most likely why. You can make plant-based proteins easier to digest by properly preparing them, which is either soaking, sprouting, or fermenting them. This can actually help reduce the anti-nutrient content. For example, you could soak your oats overnight before eating them or soak your rice for four to seven hours before you cook it. If you eat animal foods, quality is really important. Stick to organic, free range and local as much as you possibly can. This is better for us, better for the animals and also better for the planet as well. If you don't eat animal foods and opt for plant-based protein sources instead, just be mindful of what you eat. Soak, sprout and ferment grains and legumes and look into food combining to make sure you're getting the amino acids, the building blocks that you need to be healthy. Whatever you choose to eat, stick to quality, real food as much as possible. 
Whole food plant-based options like lentils, chickpeas, and tempeh are a million times better than highly processed, fake plant-based foods like the Impossible and Beyond Burgers. Keep it real. Now, you're probably wondering, how much protein do I actually need? The RDI, or recommended dietary intake for protein in Australia, is 46 grams a day for women and 64 grams a day for men. I personally found that most people need more than this. 25 grams of protein three times a day is a good rule of thumb for most people. If you have lower energy needs, say if you're a little smaller, you're not very active, you may need slightly less. And if you have higher energy needs, you may need a bit more than this. So the number of grams of protein and how that actually converts to food can be a little bit confusing. To get 25 grams of protein from chicken or beef, you need a 100 gram serve. For 25 grams of protein from salmon, you need to eat around 115 grams. A rough guide for protein is to have a serve around the size of the palm of your hand per meal. And that includes breakfast. So question for you, do you have protein with breakfast? Often when we have a sweet breakfast like oats or a smoothie, we forget to add protein and we also often forget to add fats as well. Adding a high quality protein powder or collagen can be a great way to ensure you're getting enough protein with each meal. Just make sure you read the ingredients label and avoid additives like colors, flavors, and artificial sweeteners, which are often found in a lot of protein powders. Now, I have a little challenge for you. After listening to this, do you think you're eating enough protein? If not, have a think about how you could incorporate more protein into your meals or snacks each day. Let's wrap up. We've spoken about the many important roles of protein. It forms the building blocks of a lot of the human body, muscles, bones, skin, nails, all of that. It also forms the building blocks of enzymes and hormones and plays important roles in our immune system and provides a source of energy. It's also really beneficial for improving your metabolism. Protein can be found in plant sources and animal sources. And if you're consuming plant-based sources of protein, just make sure to opt for high quality whole foods options to properly prepare them when needed and to avoid the dodgy, highly processed plant-based foods. And remember, we want to aim for that 25 grams of protein three times a day, and that may be a little more or a little less depending on your needs. So I hope you found this helpful. I would love you to come on over and share your thoughts on this podcast over on Instagram. My Instagram name is Fran Dargaville, just my name. And if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this, please share it with them. Have an awesome day. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only. 
and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.